0: Welcome to the third episode of the Hashtag I2 Mentoring Stories, where we learn from women how they have found support on their career journeys, we hear how they have given support to others, and we share insights into how more women can achieve professional success. I am Mpaw Tutu a priest, author, artist, and executive director of the Tutu Teach
1: Foundation. And I am Marceline Tutu-Vanforth, a pediatrician, professor of pediatric infectious diseases, and a board member of the Tutu Teach Foundation.
0: Today, we're pleased to speak with Omaima El-Tahir. Omaima is a medical doctor with a bachelor's degree in biomedical sciences. She's also a
1: PhD student. Welcome, Omaima. Welcome, Omaima. You are, of course, my PhD student. So let's begin there. Is there a particular lesson you've learned as my mentee that you think would be valuable for others to know?
2: Thank you for having me here. I think the most important thing that I learned during my PhD and that I learned from you is to... um, have a good overview of all the things that you do, uh, which allow me to work very structured. So I think that's if I should pick something that will be um, the most important yeah. thing.
1: You can elaborate a little bit more if there are other things or, and how do you use that knowledge?
2: Well, as a PhD student, I think you're actually managing your own research project and you have several different things to do. And um, well, I think at several times when I sit off your office, then I start to talk with you and then you always bring me back to what's important and uh, to, yeah, to get a we re- often create an overview. And from there I can move on. And um, it also helps me to prioritize my tasks. That's an important thing. And um, it also helps me to carry on because um, if you don't have an overview, it's not always clear where you're going. Uh, so it also helps me to, um, to carry on.
0: I'd like to decide what you're doing next.
2: Yes, what
0: yeah. Happen next? That's really cool. Um, and I know that you, as a high school student, you were already mentoring your fellow students Um, and was there an experience of mentoring someone that you especially valued that you found wow that's really I really enjoyed mentoring that person or I really had a big impact on someone that I wasn't expecting to have?
2: Well I think I still talk a lot with uh, people about their career and I recently helped uh, uh, a research assistant who was having doubts about starting a PhD and if she was capable to do that and um, well I think actually to start the process of applying for a PhD position. Um, Yeah so I think I saw the impact it had because she had some doubts about her financial situation um, and her statistic uh, knowledge. So I really helped her to make the right decision, I think. And at the moment she uh, has applied for a different position, but I think it can bring her to, uh, a, or in a PhD uh, um, yeah, position. So, Um, And I think, yeah, what what is the most important for me and what I learned is that I think it's really important that you don't judge because um, when you mentor people, uh, they often reveal a lot of vulnerabilities. And um, so I always try to listen very careful and don't judge too quick. Um, And also don't compare too much to my life and my decisions. So
1: I think that's something that always helps me um yeah so are the things what other things you have learned as as being a mentor i know you have a lot of other mentees and what do you what did you gain from this this uh talks you have with your mentees uh, i
2: think what is funny because of course i thought about that before i speak to you uh it's it also gives me insight in my own growth so if i speak to people who are Um, uh, facing things I faced two years ago uh, speaking to them uh, also uh, helps me to uh, reflect on my own personal development so then I think okay well I have I've passed that and um, so yeah and that's why I also am able to help them with certain situations so I think that's um, yeah something that I really enjoy
1: I, you know,
0: I, I, I think of you as a, being a, a very determined and very ambitious young woman, and I know at the beginning I described that you, you had um, studied biomedical sciences, that you had a bachelor's degree in biomedical sciences, and you did that because you didn't get into medical school on your first try. Um, so I imagine that that was really disappointing um was there anyone who really helped you to get through that disappointment Oh, really <laughs> disappointment
1: is a really
2: understatement i really had the feeling that i couldn't live further <laughs> oh. so i closed my door and I, I was in my room like for two days it was it was really horrible mm-hmm. um but i yeah i think um my mom was there for me during that period and um, my religion helped me a lot um but yeah it it's Yeah, I had a hard time, and um, I think having, um, uh, yeah, good talks with my mom helped me realize that I just have to trust the process, and um, that, well, there are certain ways you can achieve your goal, and sometimes you have to take another path um, instead of the path you had imagined, so I think um, that helped me a lot. I'm all for the scenic route. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was, yeah, it was more than a disappointment. It was, yeah, it was. I really had heartache, it, 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 was, it was horrible. Um, but yeah, if I, if I look back, I think it, it has brought me a lot, uh, my second bachelor, um, and uh, helps me also uh, with the research I'm doing at the moment um and and really helped me to see that I really actually love uh, fundamental stuff <laughs> so I think after all it has been good but it was a very big disappointment what do, what do you mean by fundamental stuff? <laughs> yeah so I think if you study biomedical science you get all the uh, courses about all the molecules all the genetic um, well and DNA um how do you say that information, which is really detailed. Um, and I think medicine in the end is more about symptoms, more about diseases. And um, of course you have uh, courses which are um, more specific, but I think with bio Medical Science, it, it's, it's just more than that. And I really enjoyed that. So um, yeah, and I always loved chemistry. So there was also a lot of chemistry um yeah so after all i can say that i enjoyed it and that's also maybe a message that um it it doesn't matter how you reach your goal but sometimes you have well you can take another path which can really add to your experience and
1: yeah so you just talked about your mother for many women their mothers are their first role models or mentors and you said she helped you so what what exact role did your mother Play in your career choices
2: yeah there's something my mother always tells me that don't let anybody tell you that you can't do uh, the things you want to do so that's really um, something that's always in my mind um, so that helped me a lot and she's very peaceful so um, I think I'm a very energetic and uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm all over the place, <laughs> but my mother is very centered and peaceful, and um, she's she can really calm me down when uh, when I uh, when when I need uh, peace, and um, when I want to make important decisions, I always make sure that I speak to my mom um, because it helps me a lot to make the right decisions.
1: And as you know, we're building the hashtag i2mentoring platform that these podcasts are part of that. And it can be difficult to find a mentor, but I forgot, how did you find me?
2: (laughs) Uh, I think that's also a funny story because um, I always wanted to become a pediatrician. And then I started um, my study, uh, biomedical sciences. And after that, I was, um, well, I entered medicine. I started with medicine and then... Um, I had to um, uh, do a research internship. So I was looking for someone who can um, help me with that. And then I asked a good friend, Dana, Mm -hmm. um, do you know somebody that that can help me or uh, that has some research? And then she said, okay, maybe you should talk to um, Inge van Wijk and she was the coordinator uh, at that time, and I, I was very clear. I think I, um, um, I told her, okay, I really like immunology and infectious diseases and children, so <laughs> do you know somebody who can help me with that? <laughs> and she said, okay, then Marceline is a really good person to talk to, and uh, yeah, I remembered. Um, uh, yeah, I remember I sent a mail to your uh, secretary and then I had to write a motivation and I was so nervous. But I think, yeah, when I had a talk with you, I really, um, yeah, I really thought, okay, yeah, this is the right, uh, the right one. <laughs> you had a kick. Yeah, yeah, I think there was a connection.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, that's wonderful.
0: Um, it, well, many women need mentoring support because they're one of a few women in a male dominated field. Um, I imagine that for you being a black Muslim woman in an overwhelmingly white and maybe predominantly Christian or atheist Dutch medical arena, um, probably comes with a whole set of its own challenges. Have you found any mentoring to help you navigate that? Have you needed mentoring to help you navigate that?
2: Um, To be honest, actually, um, when I was younger, especially during my bachelor, I think I was so motivated and so busy with my study that I didn't always realize that I was in a male dominated um, white environment so I, I I, think during my master it started that I sometimes just felt that I was treated different um, or that things were different because I was uh, umaima and I was black and I was a Muslim woman um, but yeah to be honest I didn't got a lot of help with that <laughs> and I felt alone several times um, yeah so uh, yeah no um and i think a reason for that might also be that i didn't always have the courage to speak out I had to talk about it and normally i just raise my shoulders and move on because i um, yeah i often thought that it was part of the deal and part of just being here and yeah so you don't talk uh, in dutch we say we we say niet klagen so yeah you don't
1: Complain?
2: Yeah, you don't complain a lot and you just move on. Um, yeah, so I, I think, well, at the moment, I I really start to talk and with Marceline about uh, certain things and I feel more comfortable to speak out. Um, but I think I also have become more self-confident um, and know myself better and then that I can have some space. <laughs> so when I was younger, I always... Um, when, when I think when you're in a situation which is not pleasant, um, I, I really walked on my toes and, and just made sure that nobody, um, uh, yeah, nobody had to deal with my complaining. So uh, as, I, as, I, as I have become more confident and realized um, what I can do, um, I tend to speak out and um, of course in a, in a good way. Um, because you don't want to fight with people, but sometimes I choose to really confront people and to also explain why I feel a certain way. And especially if they are unaware of uh, these things, I think it's good to um, educate people and, uh, to make them more empathic.
1: What could have helped you? Because there are more women like you, a lot of more women who struggle with the same things you didn't dare to talk about. What what could have, in retrospect, what could have have, have, have helped you?
2: Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. I think that um, what was very important for me is that you realize that you are you and you really have the right to be as you are and you don't, have, you don't always have to fit in the system. So you c- can also become a good doctor if you just um stay true to yourself um and I, I yeah so i think if i if i would mention something and also that's it's okay because i I've, I've well as you know i've been a part of a lot of boards and we always talked about uh education and especially medical education and <clears throat> once they asked me okay can we um should we um talk about this eh? during medical education, should we just, um, um, yeah, start to talk about students? And then I think you have to be careful because it can also cause a little bit of stigma that people always, um, that people focus on that. So I think you should be careful by just um, um, talking a lot about this subject, but I think for women as me, it could help that they, um, well, that they, learn that's okay, that's okay to speak about these things, and that you don't always have to fit in um, to, yeah, get further in your career, because I think that a lot of women think that they should fit in to get somewhere and to become a specialist, but it's not always necessary. You can also do it on your own terms. <clears throat> and and our mentoring
1: platform, what, what do we have to take into account for this subject? Would, what would you advise mentors to look at or be aware of do you have advices for coming mentors? or?
2: Yeah. So the first thing is, I think, which is very important and often forgotten, is to acknowledge that's that's there, <laughs> um, and 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 don't, um, yeah. Because I, I really also met people that um, who have told me, yeah, it's not there. You imagine it yourself, um, and you're creating an obstacle because but. Uh, Yeah, so I think you should start with acknowledgment of the problem and then give people, yeah, space to talk about it. And um, yeah, I think um, creating an environment in which talking about this subject doesn't directly have a consequence because often you're in a especially um, when we talk about medical students, I think you you you're in an internship, but at the end of the internship, you'll get a grade. So people will just assess you. So that is also not really invite. It doesn't invite uh, medical students to talk about such things because it can affect your assessment or grade or whatever. So um, I think to create a safe environment um, in which people learn that it's okay to talk about it. Sorry, it's just really oh, that's I, uh, a subject that is really close to my heart, and I really want to, um, yeah. Um, well, thank enjoy. you. Yeah,
0: I think that that's um, really helpful information for for people to have, and I I I I know that there's at least one more thing that you can be really helpful on because you're you know you have a really Busy, very full life. You're a mother of a young, gorgeous child. Um, mm-hmm. You're a student. You're a doctor. Um, you're at the moment you're managing a busy corona testing site, and I'm sure that's not the whole list. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I'm just wondering how well how do you fit it all in, and what kind of what advice do you have? for young ambitious busy women like yourself
2: so so i wrote some things down and if i look at my list i've mentioned a lot of it but i think um the first thing i want to say is self-compassion also uh which is also very important to this subject we just discussed so i think um yeah something i had to learn really was um to embrace myself um and I think how I managed to do that is that um, um, it's funny because the the, the um, previous podcast you had, you discussed that, um, yeah, life just goes as it, as it goes and you have to carry on. But I think in addition to that, that you really have to invest in reflection. So you have to really reflect on your personal development, but also your professional development and to really set goals for yourself. Um, and so I think conscious ref- reflecting on um, where you're at the moment where in your life, where you want to go, I think that's really important and that keeps me on the right track. Um, and I often reflect on things that, um, well, that don't go well. So reflect on my flaws and then I try to see how I can fi- fix it if it stagnates my Progress. So I think that's um, an important message I want to share. And sometimes I think that separating your personal development from your professional development can be really important because then you can um, focus on specific things because for example, if I work with Marceline, I should give a presentation. If that doesn't go well, then maybe I should focus on (laughs) getting a training to give a, a better presentation, um, so yeah, I think if you separate that, it can be really helpful. Um, and just never give up. <laughs> I just never give up. I I, I really know um, uh, where I want to be over ten years, and um, yeah, I just never give up. So I think
1: that's. Um, that sounds perfect to me. <laughs> thing we forgot to ask you about mentoring that you would like to share with the listeners
2: Um, no yeah I think well just thinking about this podcast there was a funny story when I was a child Um, Another really important person in my life is my aunt, the biggest sister of my dad. And um, I remembered something she used to tell me when I I was a little girl. Um, So yeah, she always said, uh and, yeah, it's an yes arabic word uh, so it gedah so it means that as a little girl i was really able to stand um, to stand up and, and to man up so um and and i so i think that character is also important that you have really have to build on your character um yeah yeah so i think that's um yeah, she really uh, recognized when I was a a little girl that she told me you will become a doctor and you really, um, yeah, you really will get there because you have so many power. And I think I was six or five years old, but I really remember that she, um, yeah, she saw that from when I was young that I really, I really focused and uh, hardworking. So yeah, and considering mentoring, I really, I, I, yeah, I don't have um, a lot of other things to mention. So I, I would say, yeah, be persistent and really invest in reflecting on on um, your personal development um, and just be grateful for what you achieve um, because when you're grateful, you can go, move ahead.
0: I, I have just one more question, which is, um, you know at this stage in your life would you rather be a mentee or a
2: mentor and why oh yeah (laughs) oh um so that's a good question yeah both (laughs) but now i think a mentor um because i have so many young people around me um uh, yeah that can really um get some help <laughs> and especially with important choices in life
1: um, so
2: yeah yeah so I think um, um,
1: yeah I would like to mentor yeah thank you so much Omaima for joining us and thank you to our listeners <laughs>